Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got blowjob drama and mother-in-law issues. Lots of fun. Enjoy. Share with a friend. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. We're every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. That's right. We're live. The studio audience is hot. That's right. They are on fire. Everyone is here. The group, we are flamethrowing, ready to go. Oh, Feather Studios is really killing it today. What a studio audience. They're really bringing it today. They really bring a lot of energy, and then they immediately go away. (laughs) It's crazy. Um, I'm very... uh, It's it's been quite a ride with you guys. We got a great guest alert. Hit that button, Shelby. Oh, he's here. An OKP, a fan favorite, my favorite... Mateo Lane, thank you for coming on. This is so... (laughs) He's back. That's right. This is the song my best friend Bob the Drag Queen lip-synced to and beat Derek Barry. In what? RuPaul's Drag Race. In RuPaul's Drag Race. I was brought into the RuPaul... Drag Race. I like watched a couple episodes. I can't believe you've not watched. That show is made for you. You I just know. have to watch the right season. I, I, well, that's what I, I didn't realize. Which season did you watch? I don't know what season I watched, but I watched with my girlfriend, and she was sitting here explaining the difference between the seasons yeah. and how important that is yeah. to the watching experience. And I think you've explained this to me, too, where there's like... All stars and then right. You don't want to start with all stars because all stars backstory. Yeah, you want you need to know these characters and what they're bringing to the table and why it's so important. So you got to start. I recommend starting with season six. Okay. Most people recommend starting with season four. Some say just start with the first. You don't just start with Infinity Wars. You yeah. You can't watch Endgame without watching the first Avengers because you're like, who are these people and why should I care about them? I need to care about the the characters and and Bob the Drag Queen. Would you consider him the most famous? Bob is really up there. Bob won season eight. And I I apologize. What's the proper pronoun? Uh, if you're, he or she doesn't matter. He or she, you for a drag queen, it doesn't matter. Yeah, Bob even has a joke. He's like, gays at some point just start referring to anatomy objects as she's. Like, it doesn't, <laughs> that's how you know you're really gay. Yeah. Um, yeah, he won season eight. He's the first black queen besides RuPaul to get over a million followers on Instagram. Huge. Um, I would say Bianca Del Rio, just follower wise, and maybe like, she might be the most known, but let me, there's Trixie Mattel, there's Alyssa, there's Alaska, now there's you Bob. Ha- you have, sorry to interrupt, you have an eclectic group of friends in this. <laughs> I, I have two, two of my best friends are winners of RuPaul's Drag That's Race. That's hilarious. Which is insane because in my world, it's just completely normal. It's Monet Exchange, Bob the Drag Queen. They're, it's, I'm in there, we're all in a crew. Yeah. But it would literally be like you being best friends with two of the Bachelors. It, like, if I just knew them so well. Like, best friends. Really? Yeah. Like, the other and, day, Monet was going on The View, and I was like, because her and I are the only ones who watch The View, so I was like, uh-huh. well, I'm coming over. So I just went with her, watched her get her makeup done. We went to The View together. How was, was The so View? Fun. So fun. And Megan McCain was great. She seems, I, I think she has a tough lot. She, well, look, this is no the thing No one has Megan it harder, McCain. like, as far as, like, she has to take the side that she takes. Here's the thing. We're, we're, we're constantly saying we need people to be more in the middle, especially Republicans, right? You cannot be so a staunch Republican. Mm -hmm. So now you finally have a a Republican who's like, hi, I am, you know, she goes on different issues you disagree on, right? But she's very much for LGBTQ rights and she's very... And she's there for the conversation. Most people, if you look online, they'll go, well, you and I, that's what you think and that's what I think and goodbye, fuck off. And she's not necessarily doing that. Right. And I think she's honorable and I, I've always liked Megan so McCain. I watched it today. It was on the gym and uh, Joy 
She had sunglasses on. Well, she had cataracts. So okay. she got that. I was why. like, I was like, how I'm, Hollywood is I'm this such gotten? a faggot that I'm like, oh, well, Joy had cataracts. So she's been going on with sunglasses for the past two weeks. So That's when, why. When you're in this world, do you feel, I mean, you're as a comedian, are you. It, Dragon do you comedy feel, have a lot in common. I would agree. A I, lot in common. And you know, I'll tell you what, like, it, it, I hope this interests your listeners. But I'm very but, interested. But if um, I'm interested, they're interested. I like this. Jake Trang like, podcast every Tuesday and Friday. I feel like That's I'm getting. That's tea, actually. <laughs> work. Spill it. I feel like I'm getting my Terry Gross interview, but the J Train version of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, what's Terry uh, Gross? Terry Gross is fresh air. She's been uh, on NPR doing okay. interviews for years. Girl, this we ain't gotta, the NPR. What? You're we, on J Train, not NPR, but I, I hear you. But I would say that drag and comedy it's so much the, the only difference is the preparation time oh, but I mean, you know drag queens are fucking not only because they're their open mics are basically you have to get ready for two hours enter these competitions I in the middle of Brooklyn or Manhattan yeah. and then work your way up but same thing this is the best show these are the bar shows those are the open mics this is and the clubs and the look is, is a part of it just as much, I would assume. Depends. I mean, obviously, like, put like, look, there's different categories of queens and different subcategories of queens. Mm-hmm. Like Bob is, Bob does everything, but Bob is known as a comedy queen. He's a stand-up, ah. so he has a stand-up special. He does an hour of proper stand-up. He okay, does jokes, 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 jokes. Sure. Now there's Trixie Mattel, who's also a comedy queen, but she also does stand-up and singing. Um, Bob can sew. Bob can dance. Uh, Bianca Dario is a stand-up. Alyssa is a look queen, a dance queen. There's different types. Of queens. I have said this. I. Think I think I've said this to you, but the organization of the gay community is really unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, because what you're saying right now is I knew there was, you know, the different, you know, body types of gay. Right. I'm, a, you know, bear and otter and twink and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But now not even are there categories of of. You know, the body types and gay men. There's also categories of drag. Well, there's pageant drags. You know, this is what I'm saying. Yeah. I never even knew you guys have organized this in the gayest way possible. Yes. <laughs> but I, w- I, would I say enjoy that. It's the same as comedy. There's alt comics. There's club comics. Sure. There's road comics. Okay, there's yeah. hip comics. There's, you know, there's music there's comics, music comics, comics. Yeah. You know, uh, gay comics, quote unquote, urban, com- you know, they always use those impersonators. Yeah. There's, all different types. So, like, if you talk about like a puppet comic, what the hell is his name? I did his gala last year for Montreal. Jeff Dunham. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he's a he's technically a comic. Yeah, but he's not doing the same thing. It's we're a doing. different type of. It's a different type of show. Right. And you and I aren't even doing the same type of thing, no. even though we perform in the same places. Sure. And it, it, well, that you go to the cellar, you see a little taste of everybody. Everything. Yeah. Especially, you know, you get you would hopefully the cellar is a place you would hopefully get. Everything. Whatever you get, you know, a poo-poo platter. Right. But I, I just think, like, I think the male, straight male community could help be benefited from the organization. Of the gays? Of the gays. Uh, I think it's a... Can you ma- imagine, though? It would never work. Can you imagine if, if men started referring to their types? Like, I like a bear woman. And then they it would be so offensive that it would never work. Yeah, no woman wants to be like, hi, I'm a bear. But no. men enjoy it. There's certain men. I personally don't like calling myself a certain body what? type, whatever. I guess I'd be an otter. I Most people ask and I say I'm just Italian. That's That seems like the most horrifying thing. What am I? And then someone being like, oh, you're an ox. Right. Oh, you're not a cub. You're an otter. Oh, you're not a bear. You're a cub. Girl, she's a twink. What? You can't be a twink and farty. You're an old hag. <laughs> well, then it gets mean. Yeah. Well, that. But that's the best. Nothing's better than like a 60-year-old gay who's just like mad at a bar. That's fun. They don't even know Shelly Winters well, is. Tell them to fuck <laughs> off because that's who I am. They've seen it all. Yeah, they have seen they've it all. They've seen it all. They've seen like the passage of, you know, of, right. we're, you know, before we started talking, like just older gays looking at the community seeing, look how good it's gotten. Right. You know, even right. though there's things to, you know, there's still. There's much to do, but also there's much that young people haven't seen. Yeah. I mean, even in my gener- my generation, I was, you know, when I came out of the closet, no YouTube, no nothing. I mean, no insert, nothing. How so would you know? You'd have to know another gay person. You'd to have know. to sneak. I, I got my friend Dave's uh, fake ID and you would just go because in Chicago, I knew where Boys Town was like mm. that's the gay area. So I would just sneak you must into have heard bars. Of Boys Town and it was like, uh, you know, it's the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yeah, this is <laughs> 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 
I mean, yeah, this is me sneaking into a bar, you know, just, yeah. yeah, with that music, pretending I'm 21. You have sunglasses on, you're Joy Behar. I was Joy Behar. Yeah. Uh, what's going on? Uh, <laughs> but, you know, that's I would, the first time I saw a drag queen, I was scared. I never saw a drag queen before. I didn't know sure. how to be around a drag queen. I didn't know what a drag queen was because I had nothing to show me what a drag queen was. But now six-year-olds are doing makeup tutorials. I'm like, it's just very, it's changed. Yeah. Even within 15 years, it's completely different. Now, when you hang out with the, does the drag, you know, go to the drag queen shows, have you been tempted? Do you say to yourself, well. To do drag? Yeah. Oh, no, not no. at all. I'd I don't know. First of all, I play dress up at Bob's house. Like he'll have heels and I mean, his house looks ridiculous. There's yeah. just, it's exactly what you think a drag queen's house is. <laughs> it's a doll so, house. But he's six, three. So mm. his drag queen shoes are like if a clown put on wedges, you know, and I'm trying to put They're these huge, on and walk yeah. in them. I look like a kid in my mom's heels. <laughs> I used to do that. But um, no, I have no interest in putting on women's clothing at my, I just don't. It's just there. not. A, yeah, I, I yeah. don't know. Like I, I would think like if someone's like, no, you're good at this. You this, you know. I don't know. You know. You, yeah, I mean, certain people like my friend Patty, who's in my crew. He does drag on and off, and he's just when he puts on makeup, he's so good dancing that, and flipping and this and you know. I, I don't can't have that. Imagine in how bad it must feel to bomb as in, a drag queen. As a dry, drag queen, that's gonna. Oh, be it worse. happens all the time. I would assume. Yeah, but that's gonna be a much tougher bomb. Um, I well, there's also a difference between drag audiences and comedy audience. Comedy audiences are usually quiet, listening for jokes. Sure, drag audiences are usually they're screaming at a hundred drunk gay men. Yeah, yeah every yeah, once yeah, in yeah. a while we'll pay attention, then we'll go back to our conversation. It, or, you really have to right. fight for that line. Oh, it's a fight. And yeah. drag queens are dancing and flipping. And it, like I went to a drag show the other day at Barracuda and Tina Burner's show, and the first half of it was like it's good, it's a yeah. great show, everyone's lip syncing. But then the second half they start doing all the old stuff like janet and sister act two mm -hmm. the entire room is standing on their feet singing along screaming it was the best night i of mean my that's life. that's the best night when of my it's life. good it's great Dra drag queens are i was talking to bob i was like i think drag the right drag is so successful real drag shows when you go to them it's just gay guys we just we don't grow up all the yeah. shit we did with the doors closed we didn't want our moms to see we can now do it in front of other gay men and we can fun. all kind of celebrate it is it what, have you ever seen a bad drag literally act? more than good drag so what's a bad because all my friends I don't want you to talk badly <laughs> about anyone but i'm saying like we've seen bad, bad stand up we've i would say because of all the open mics i went to just by default i've seen more bad comedy than good sure, comedy absolutely right? yes absolutely um, same here but no, I've seen the best drag shows you could possibly, Coco yeah. Peru, Lady Bunny, Bob the Drag Queen, Monet Exchange. But then look, you know, I have some friends who are trying to come up and drag it. So you go to a lot of competition shows and there's a lot of inexperienced, inexperienced drag queens out there. I, and it's rough. It's got to be rough. But you know what? They're learning. And yeah, usually and they have judges at these get shows. Better. And the judges are like, I didn't like this. They just kind of Oh my God. Because also, I, here's the thing. There's nothing harder, not just bombing and, and like in drag, but bombing in front of all gay men who are the yeah. most judgmental people. It's a tough, it's a tough, I mean, I used Rough. to do the open mic at the duplex every yeah. Wednesday and I, and when there was a crowd, it was gay men that would come yeah. and yeah, you'd feel that bomb. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, uh, you'd want to scurry out under the cover of night. Gay men, and I say this with pride, are tough audiences, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Because gay men, and Fran Lebowitz talks about this in her documentary, Public Speaking, mm. um, about how audiences are just as important as the performer. In other words, the performer can only be good if the audience is making sure they're on their toes. Interesting. You see what I'm yes, saying? Yes, I so do. So it's like she was making an example like some ballerina in the 1970s. If she moved her foot like this instead of that, she might as well be dead. Right. So it's yeah. like the audience, those audiences are really important to have a high, you know, you don't want them to be tasteless. Right. You they, want they, they have great taste. And you we feel that with stand up, you know, yeah. when, you know, sometimes you'll go get off stage and be like that audience would have laughed if I had a setup. It doesn't matter what if it was said in the right. If I said the sentence, da 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 right. they'd laugh. Right. And then there's someone that you say da 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 and then they go. No. Right. And then the next one, they go, oh, fucking hilarious. And you're, that's what you want. Like, Isn't open it, to both. Don't you find it bizarre? And I, I don't know, like, if most comics experience this, but, like, how everyone in the room just subconsciously gets on the same wavelength. They've all just, they've never spoken to each other, but in that it's moment. The fun of stand up. That's right. when it's going good. I mean, good, it's great. Again, this is like, uh, you know, for all those people out there, this isn't a specific, you know, this isn't a comedy stand up podcast, right. but 
I encourage people to come to the shows, and I know a lot of people that come to my shows, they've never been to a comedy club before. Right. They're, they're like, this is a first for me. I'm going to see someone that I connect with on a podcast. And then they get there, and it's really the best feeling in the world for me right. when they're like, wow, this was different. I didn't know what to expect, but this was fun You might be the, in the closest same comic to the Backstreet Boys I've ever seen. <laughs> we, because, it is quite a crew that comes out. Because when I go to your show, like tonight I'm doing the Village Underground, right? Yes, it's and gonna, I, I was there last week. Right. And we both, it's a part of the cellar, yeah. It's going to be a 180, right? Mm-hmm. Like yours was 200 women. Yes. White women. One or two men, they're like, how did I get here? Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like confused. <laughs> yeah. Tonight it's going to be 200 gay men. And it's going to be fantastic oh, because Mateo is hilarious. He's an OKP okay with this show. Original what does that mean, original key player. Oh, work. So you've been, you know, love one of my favorite guests and all of you need to go follow him at Mateo Lane. I you need to go do it now. First I'm, of all, my Instagram is mainly me naked and my drawings of like Disney and comic book I mean, characters. you're, w- is it a raconteur? What is uh, the name for so- someone that does uh, everything well? A faggot. Well, th- that. Uh, <laughs> not my word. I, uh, <laughs> no, but he, an amazing artist, but also, what a, for the, I can just tell if you listen to this show, you're going to love a Mateo Lane show. He's going to be at Joe's Pub. Okay. Oh, yes. So I see. Joe's Pub, June 25th. And it's almost sold out, so you should get tickets. Get tickets now, MateoLaneComedy.com. And I'm this not just is, saying that like it's not, no, it's literally like get tickets. And you're going to have. I'm giving you the J train. Hit that seal of approval. <laughs> That's it. I'm telling you right now, MateoLaneComedy.com. Joe's Pub, June 25th. He's got his own podcast called Inside the Closet. He does with Emma Wilman, who's a favorite of the show as well uh it comes out every thursday she's and a lesbian go follow mateo get involved um we're gonna get into the emails mateo's great at answering these emails are you ready i'm so, i'm so ready and we have so many good ones j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com and if you're listening right now uh and you're living in the nashville area I'm going to be at Nashville Zanies tonight, Tuesday, and tomorrow, Wednesday. That is the 18th and 19th. I'm at Zanies Nashville. Uh, come, bring a crew. Just like we said, it's a fun experience to get on the same wavelength. Everyone in the room is there laughing at the same shit. I'm going to be talking about everything but the bagel seasoning. We're going to have a lot of fun. Okay? Jared is a very, <laughs> very, 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 very fun. Your shows are fun. I mean, literally, that's, that's how about. you describe them. Well, that's it. You know, I do think they're, you know, we're talking about the different forms of comedy. Now right. there's this like other form that's erupted of like learning. Let's be angry comedy. And it's like, that is not what I want to do at all. Well, because we're angry enough during the day. Yeah. Can I have, am I allowed Can to I have f- one hour to just kind of five just fucking minutes I know. to laugh at a fart? No, you have to be angry all the time. All the time. Be angry or you're doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. Like, <God. laughs> Get in line and help out. You I know, know. It's, it's like, it's, I thought I was helping. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So come on out, Nashville. I'm also coming to Seattle and San Francisco, baby. Seattle and San Francisco. Seattle, June 28th and 29th. San Francisco, July 5th and 6th. Uh, come, come, come. Bring a friend, bring a friend, bring a friend. Tag a bitch. Tag a bitch. We are sponsored today, people. Love this sponsor. Mateo is a very healthy individual. We, you know, we all both we care about our health. <laughs> this is a great product, Care Of. I love Care Of. Make your health a top priority with Care Of's monthly vitamin subscription service. What I like about Care Of is you go through, you say, you know, Mateo and I, we have different needs and things that we want out of our vitamins. You might want, you know, fish oil. I might want, you know, to you know, lose weight. You know, all these things. Your needs are different than my needs. Why would you take a vitamin that doesn't isn't catered to you? So you go on Care-of's website. You can go and take the whole quiz and tell them what you're looking for, what you want, and then it takes five minutes, and then they're going to send you a 30-day supply of daily packs. That's another important thing that Care-of does. You're not fumbling around with big bottles of a million different vitamins. I you can get, see the black and white infomercial of the woman yeah. 
it all falling in yeah. the sink. Yeah. How what what you know? How can it get worse? Don't we open all the bottles at the same time? I don't even know how to open the bottles. <laughs> what are you, in these kid locks? <laughs> That's right. We, <laughs> that's you with the bottles. You got a thousand vitamins and you don't know how to open them because you're not as smart as a child. So listen, <laughs> Take Care Of is going to have your name on the package. It's going to be individual packs. If you're a traveler like we are, Delta people. Delta. <laughs> so, you said that you don't like to fly commercial because you don't want to get into a tube with a bunch oh, of I demons. I love this. This is my favorite. Yeah. What, that what is pastor, that from? If she was interviewed, I think she was on Dateline or something, and she was interviewing this pastor who said, like, he That's, apparently he's taking millions of dollars and flying private. Yes, yes, right? yes. And yes, then yes. He these was pastors like, are modern day snake oil salesman it's right. perfect just, and they all fly private <laughs> right says, that's what he said he didn't she want to was go. a great interviewer she she let him have it what was it on i think it was dateline one uh, one of those inside inside that, yeah that's edition. how delusional these pastors are they're like yeah i'll go to the interview but you i'm know, the smartest guy in the room you right. know it's not delusional well he took the entire What's not delusional is take is care of he okay. Took, he made. Oh yes. <laughs> Hold on. But care of <laughs> you get a daily pack and listen. Go play with the website. Go play with it. Takecareof.com. Takecareof.com. T a t a k e care of dot com. Takecareof.com. The packs are great. They make it easy to remember, and I love taking them because here's my personal thing. When you start your day taking the vitamins, you're gonna end your day eating right, having lean meat for dinner. Okay, you ain't going to be sitting there in French Fryville because you're going to say to yourself, ah, I took the vitamins. I'm on track. So listen, take care. So take care of yourself. Get honest guidance that's personalized to you. Take advantage of this month's special for 25 percent off your first month. That's free money, baby. Free money. 25% off your first month. Go to TakeCareOf.com. Enter promo code JTRAIN. 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 That's right. To get 25%. That's a quarter. Take yourself a quarter. Put it back in your pocket because you're getting that free money. Off your first month of personalized vitamins, go to TakeCareOf.com. Use promo code JTRAIN. 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 And take care of yourself. Okay. Let's do some emails. You ready, Mateo? Wee. At Mateo Lane. At Mateo Lane. Two T's. Two T's at Mateo Lane on Instagram, Joe's Pub, June 25th. This one just came in. Okay, I'm excited. Is she just a friend or is my boyfriend emotional cheating? Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) I'll tell you. I have answers. Okay, ready? What's funny is I don't even need to read the Torah that you just pulled up. (laughs) The Torah. It, this woman wrote... My boyfriend and I have been dating since last summer, okay? So now we're about a year in, okay? A year in. She needs, this needs to go straight to a therapist. Go we on. graduated college in May, okay? Met through mutual friends that went to school with him. We were doing long distance for a while as I was home working, and he was at school finishing his master's about three hours away. We made it work, and now that we're closer, we can hang out much more, and things have been going great between us. We are mentally and physically very compatible. Anyways, the other day I went, out, I went to text our mutual friend from his phone as mine was dead while we were out. I stumbled upon a girl's name who I had seen on social media prior as they went to the same school and from a girl's intuition I didn't necessarily like. I clicked into the message, which I do regret to see texts once a week or so catching up, asking if she's okay, some phone calls, meetups a few months prior. Boy, she really went. She really looked. Yeah, I was uh, like, "There's no stumbling." Yeah, no, no. You stumbled and then made a camp and a campfire <laughs> and fucking put up a tent. Uh, AK, while all while we've been dating, I immediately confronted him about it and asked who she was, etc. Apparently, she's been someone he had feelings for throughout college, mm. but she never had feelings for him. Had a boyfriend most of college. Mm-hmm. We talked it out, and he assured me that he would never leave leave me for her. He can't assure you that. And that he's always been kind of emotional support for her as a friend. I felt fine after our conversation, but then once uh, he was gone, all the possibilities kept running through my head. Of course. Leading to my question is, why is he still talking to her in constant contact with her? And if there is still emotions there, I feel that he is not giving me and our relationship is all. I fully trust him and believe nothing physical would ever happen and to add nothing has ever in the past. But that's not to say that... uh, 
potential emotional cheating doesn't hurt just as much. Just as much. Do I bring it up again and bring it up my concern? It doesn't hurt just as much, especially when you get gonorrhea. Well, yeah, that, that hurts more. Uh, I'm not going to ask him to stop talking to her. I ju- just don't understand why he still is. And I think uh, resurfacing the con- the conversation would be for me to have reassurance. I genuinely don't care about his past girlfriends, hookups, uh, so on. But emotions were once involved and maybe still involved, I get in my head. I try to tell myself that he's with me and not her, and he wouldn't be with me if he didn't want to be. Uh, just need some J train insight into the mind of a guy. He's still talking to her, and he'd feel if I brought it up. How he'd feel if I brought it up again? Thanks for all the insight. What do you think? This is a classic. Uh, um, this is someone allowing outside things to fill a narrative in their head. In other words, okay. that this is based in no reality. So yes, she no stumbled, reality. Even no, no. though she stumbled upon a, a look, I'm he hasn't cheated yet. No, she has he to give him the benefit it, I, of the doubt. I'm with. She, I'm actually with him not cheating yet because this other girl won't fuck him. Right, but also he just just plain and simple hasn't cheated yet. Yeah. Now she had a conversation with him and he was honest with her, which. That's rare. I mean, he said yeah. I had feelings for her. Now I'm her emotional support friend. That's a good point because how honest he was and not defensive kind of informs both of us that he wasn't fucking her. Or, right. You know, there's no. If he was fucking her, he would say, why'd you go into this? And why'd yeah, you do that? Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't even sound angry. like that that was a conversation that that was happening. Mm. So I am also a jealous person. Now, if I was in this situation and my boyfriend <laughs> was chatting it up with some other guy that I yeah. knew he had feelings for in the past. I would have a problem with it, but I would also not allow it to dictate the rest of the relationship. In other words, now she's starting to plant seeds of suspicion in her head. So no matter what he does, it's going to kind of fit that narrative that she's already putting into place. I think it's more of a conversation about having open communication with him about not just about her insecurities, but also about the relationship where they're going and what that looks like. Because yeah, also their relationship is, you know, she said they've been dating since last summer, but it's really brand new. May long distance. It was long distance. Now they're close to each other since he graduated in May. So you've had you've really been together together a month, if you think of it in those. Because that you know, he's used to a very different thing, a very different situation. Right. He's used to you're three hours away, so there's time. There's more time than ever when you're three hours away that he can text with this other girl that he's an emotional crutch for. Right. So like that is all available, you know, when you have idle hands type of thing. So when you have the time to do something, you're going to do it. So if this girl keeps texting him and he's at school and you're away at three hours away and you're not really there to be his girlfriend, he doesn't have to worry about you seeing it. He can go. Yeah, I'll fucking I get you know, fuck it. I'll text right. with this girl who I used to like. Now to play the other side, so for him, if I were him and I was really invested in this relationship with her, yeah, and I knew that my conversations with this other girl I once had feelings for were upsetting her, I would also have that conversation with this other girl and say, Look, we need to set up boundaries sure. because now I'm moving into something really serious with this girl and that will not just affect her, but it will affect my relationship with her. So between us, I have to start setting up boundaries with you. This is, she's sending the email kind of too early for us to tell mm-hmm. because now they've been, to, so he moves back in May. So the timeline is they've had a month really to be together. Let's right. call it a month to experience a real, what a, a real, real relationship, what, yeah. what the internet and she's saying it's going great, but then she stumbled into this tech. It ha- yeah, <laughs> she she to put on it's a literally that scene in M- Mission Impossible. She came down from the ceiling <laughs> yes. with strings, grabbed exactly. his text, unlocked a code, glued her, his fingerprints on hers, exactly. used it to open the phone. Yeah. Oh, uh, I how did I? And now I've just read seven months of texts. Mm-hmm. I yes, he was texting this person while you guys were texting, but your relationship now now is the time to see ha- will it subside? What Mateo saying is right. He has to now. I noticed this with all girls that I was I'm friends with that got married. We just don't talk as much. Right. You know, they their lives. Same happens with gay men. These women we become best friends with promise us the world. The second they get married, you can literally hear a ship just sailing on. And and women kind of do this and men. Everyone does this when they get into something. It's like, okay, I'm figuring out this relationship if I'm really giving it time and, and effort. Mm-hmm. So I think right now is like the beginning for her. Mm-hmm. 
you could bring it up again. Hey, I'm still thinking about it, but I, I would hope that you're, this isn't someone that you're really on the day-to-day with. I mean, of course, if she reaches out, but I would hope that this relationship is enough for you emotionally, physically, all that stuff. And I don't think bringing it up every day, the problem becomes how, how confident is she? Not very. Well, and also social media, be, she goes, I already noticed this girl. Right. Is so, every time she going to come up, you're going to start a fight? Is every time she texts? The answer have, is yes, by the way. But the answer, but is that right? No. It's and not here, right. And here's what I would say to her. If he's not willing to uh, set up any kind of boundaries with this other girl, then this, then whoever we're talking to has to make a decision whether she's going to be okay with that or not. Yeah. If she's not okay, rather than fighting and fighting, walk away. Time to leave. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Mateo Lane, at Mateo Lane on Instagram. Go follow, go follow, go follow. Hilarious. A mom needing the master of mom's advice. Oh, God. I'm All the right. master of moms. I'm How mom. are you the master of moms? I, I crush it with a mom. All right. Okay? Hey, Jared Shelby and presumed great guest. I'm writing <laughs> in about mother-in-law advice. Uh, where my mother-in-law is also a grandmother to my three-month-old baby. My husband, 33, and I, 28, had some beef last year with his mother. Basically, a bunch of mini passive-aggressive interactions that culminated in him and her in a screaming match via phone two weeks after my daughter was born. She knows she is, she knows she is here and has yet to ask her uh, name if she's healthy or contacted us at all after the fight. Fuck. Uh, she has never even met her, and I know my husband is low-key sad about all of this as I am, as am I. My question is, what the fuck do we do, and where do we go from here? It's been almost three months since their argument, and still not a peep from the mother-in-law. It hurts that she is so petty. She isn't trying to be involved in our daughter's life at all. Any advice would be appreciated. If it provides more context, my husband and her have had a contentious but cordial relationship in the past, and her, he is her only child. Um, oh, that all, answers everything. All, I also am from Connecticut and have no family here, so her lack of support is that much more difficult. P.S. Shelby, celeb lookalike. I already know my husband is the Cuban Jason Statham. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Please, I'm a Patreon supporter. Well, I, thank you for joining Patreon. She wants her celebrity lookalike. Shelby is a fantastic celebrity lookalike person oh i got you so she sent a picture she said her husband is cuban jason statham which i'll give it to him that's what she said yeah that's what she thinks that's <laughs> that's interesting well um that's just a huge one of those stretch. drag shows yeah uh, <laughs> but listen that's what she sees she i'm looks happy like for uh, the baby is beautiful she sent a picture she looks like, like a member of the u.s women's soccer team she does just any of them in Just general. Any general. That is the most he hilarious. looks like a, a me on Nintendo Wii that you didn't finish. Now, <laughs> this is the thing that I would say. They're a gorgeous couple. She's yeah, very teasing. pretty, and she does look like she'd play for no, a women's national team. They're actually yeah. a very cute looking couple. The and baby, I like, she sent a picture of oh, the baby. Oh, she's so pretty. She's very pretty. Uh, but the the baby's cute. Um, what do you think? They, okay, this, this whole is thing. they didn't give us enough context. I wish and, I would know what the fight was right. about. But here's what I'm gonna guess what it is about because she gave us a little bit by telling us that he's an only child. Only child. The mother wants to be the only. There's certain types of moms out there yeah. that are a selfish mom. Sure. And they have kids, so that kid praises that mother. That uh-huh. the mother's the star of the show. The mother's a lot of guilt. Interesting. So what happens is he falls in love with her, and they have a child. Suddenly, his attention from her, not as only... And once you fall in love with the girl, boom, 50% of your attention is out of the mom. Then you have a kid, it's another 25%. So now he's only given, let's say, 25% of his yeah, attention to his mom. Yeah, he has two new women in his life. Right. So she can't handle it, and so she's creating storms and drama so that she can get any kind of rea- it's You know when kids behave badly or well because yeah. they just want attention? Yeah, yeah, this yeah. This is the mother. This is the mother doing that. So, she wants attention. Right. So what I would say is, unfortunately, you know, it sucks that the mom and, and her son are having a bad relationship. Yeah. You now have your own family. Yeah. So you have your own family to worry about. You have to raise your child. As the mother... It, sorry, but if that's the kind of energy you're bringing to our family, then you, you're not welcome. I agree with you to... A certain extent. I agree. This is your family. 
But y'all, uh, you have to take care of yours. The mother, she's having a tantrum, temper tantrum. She's had it for the past three months. Hasn't asked about the baby. Hasn't asked if it's healthy. I, these also, let me Because just, the baby has nothing to do with her. I know. But also, let me just stop this emailer who I appreciate. She's a Patreon member. So obviously, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. We're doing things <laughs> on there. Uh, Coffee with J Train. Every I met the Wu Tang this weekend. You did if, if you want to hear it, you met the Wu Tang. They invited me to their show. They're they're invited guests. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Um, wow. I she needs to stop doing the mom thing. And women out there, you do this all the time. And she and the, the she wrote in the email. This is you don't need to get me on your side. This is what a lot of moms do. She's saying, she starts by saying the mother-in-law is is also the grandmother. My husband got in a beef last year uh, and basically they got into a a fighting match, you know, two weeks before the daughter was born. Then they get into a fight. They haven't spoken. And then she knows she is here and has yet to ask her name if she's healthy or (laughs) contact us. Us on all like this is what moms do. They go as a mother, right? Yeah, you know, <laughs> she's gonna. You didn't have to up the ante of how mad you know how mean it is right. that she hasn't asked about the baby. All, all I have to say is she hasn't even asked if she's healthy. She, yeah, yeah. The mom's sitting at home and and would have no idea if your baby was you know. I'm uh, angry at you, but is the child healthy? Yeah, like, <laughs> this is not. You don't need. And a lot of people do this when they have kids. Is they use the kid as the shield for you can never disagree with me. Right. She's doing that even though I don't disagree with her. I I don't. No, we I'm agree on her with side, her. But you but don't. Also, have to, she hasn't even asked if the baby's healthy. Right. And it's There's, like okay, let's calm down. Okay, let's all. That's the thing. Let's all calm down. You, <laughs> I, because I love that so much. Because yeah. she even had to do it to me, guy. Right. She doesn't know, guy who she's asking for advice that that, that doesn't even. I don't care if she likes my advice. You or don't not. have babies, so I'm gonna let you know right now. The health of the child is one of the most important <laughs> questions to ask. If you shut up, we get it. Here's what I'm gonna say. Put it aside. Mm-hmm. It's his. It's the grandma. Mm-hmm. Here's what you do. I my advice when someone acts shitty is to make them feel shitty for acting shitty so one time i opened for uh michelle and mm. there was some girl in the crowd sometimes at michelle wolf's show there's certain people there that like you can feel they're a little disappointed that a white dude is the opener right you know like straight white dude that's the enemy that's who we came to rally against right. i'm not saying it's all of them there's there's like a couple people you just feel it just like you said there's a vibe to a crowd there was one girl that just wouldn't make eye contact with me like i would look down and she was just staring angrily at the stage i don't know what i said or what i did to make her mad and i look at her and i go are you okay and i'm smiling as right. i say it. i go are you okay right what's happening why are you looking over there yeah. and by the end of it it's like tickle 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 you're being ridiculous yep. and i think that's the advice i'm getting you're she's all she's always going to be your daughter's grandmother she's always going to be your your husband's mom yeah she sucks she's a piece of shit okay we can all admit that in closed quarters but th- there are some times where you just gotta go you gotta bite the bullet and do things you don't want to do hey we're coming over with the baby I know you go with that. Whatever's going on with my husband and you, I, I get it and it sucks and I'm upset about it. But I talked to him and you, because what you're going to end up doing is making it easier for him to talk to his mom. Do you think now to play devil's advocate, do you, you think it's that this woman's responsibility? She just had a child and she's trying to get her family started. She's in theory not causing any of this drama. Why is it her responsibility to be the bigger person? Um. Shouldn't because the grandma here's be- the res- no, you know why it's her responsibility? Because she has a child who should know her grandmother. Mm-hmm. It's her responsibility to bring up her child right. And a life with your grandmother is better than without your grandmother, knowing that she's out there not talking to you. Be- you're, she's a baby. The baby has well, nothing to do with this I, fight. I definitely don't think that this fight is going to go on forever because I'm sure the grandma not. wants to see their granddaughter. But the but- minute you go and you go, Nana, stop it. You, you know, you start, you kind of like smile at her, Nana, you, you text her, Nana, stop it. We, the baby needs to meet you. Right. Well, you give her that one chance and then, then if she then, doesn't take it, then move but on. That's kind of my point of like, you make someone feel, you will be so happy and 
and so of course about it that they can't not be of course. I, right. I, she would really, and whatever the fight is about, because you're coming from right field, it's not from the son who she has all this shit with. The son and her, we're going to figure it out, but I think you're going to find that if you reach out, you do the, you know, the, the olive branch, and you say, hey, Nana, and that's the name we're giving you. Yeah. Um, the baby needs to meet you. It's been too long. And you're going to love her. And when can we come over? And I, when can I show you the baby? What were your grandparents like? Love my grandparents. I, very like, close. How, like how, because I come from a family where I, my mother's side and my dad's side is literally opposite ends of... I don't know what a normal grandparent so is. So my grandparent, uh, my, my, mom, uh, my mom's side, they all lived in Detroit. So, so you didn't see them a lot. I saw, but when I did, like I, I was the oldest grandchild from my grandfather. So like I think that always hit with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was... You know, close with them my whole, you know, talked all the time. But then yeah. my dad's mom and my mom were very close. as, And that's kind of a weird relationship. You don't really find that very often. So that's why I'm kind of like taking, and, and my dad's mom, pain in the ass. Like really legitimately, like in a fun way. Like, right. like known as like. How many days a week would you see them? I, I could talk to my, I, I used to see my all the time. Yeah. Like my dad, like we grew up in the town next door. Like we go for meals at my grandparents' house. But my yeah. grandmother, uh, my dad's mom was like very much a part of everything. You know, vacations together and all that stuff. And But I know a lot of times my grandmother was hard to deal with. And it, uh, this is kind of the, what my mom would kind of do with her. Where it's like, stop it. We're coming over. You need to see this baby. Right. And I think, you know... Fights and families, they happen, but, you know, there's a moment where you have to go. And it's more ego. It's all ego. It's yeah. all emotion. It's yeah. all, whatever their fight is, isn't that big a deal. Right. It, it, it's going to get in the, in the course of time. What she's going to be upset about is that she spent three months missing out. And, and, and the thing is, if you feel weird about texting her, she feels weird about texting you. Right. So that, you're the, the mom on the other side, she feels weird too. Right. Tri- I, I like your answer. I think yeah. you're right. I think I think I, someone I, has to budge. Right. And and for this girl where there's not as much emotion for she feels bad for her husband, but she's more upset. How could you never? But see? also the longer that you don't talk to them is it, you're going to make this worse and worse. So like you said, if you can kind of just walk in and defuse it immediately by saying we're bringing the baby, we're coming over, we're saying hi. Yeah. You, it might really defuse a lot. I of think the, it the will. Problems. A lot yeah. of the tension because the more it builds up, the more you're like. Well, they they don't want to see me. Right. And it's like, and that right. she's probably doing that. And older people, you have to give them the benefit. You know, like, you know, we live in this time of like my grandparent all racist, and it's like, yeah, but they're your grandparent. <laughs> Talk to them. You know, they may say you can you can subtly disagree. You can be classy. You know, there's easier there's easy ways to have difficult conversations. Right. J Train Podcast at Gmail dot com. J Train Podcast at Gmail dot com. On a similar subject, this next email. Only girls who give blowjobs get married? Wait, say that again. <laughs> only Shelby is. Only girls who give It's in the form of a question. Only, get married? Get married. This is what she's saying. Hi, Jared. I've been listening to you up since the early days. I've been binging back through the J Train archives. I've managed to convince a couple of friends to come with me to the U Up live show in Chicago, and I'm so excited. That's where I'm from, Chicago. So listen, people. We made the announcement last week. The U Up live show's tickets are out. These are events. We talked about stand-up. We talked about drag. These You Up live shows are so much fun. They're for everyone. I know she said she convinced a couple of friends. These are events to bring friends to because, as I say all the time on this show, I'm more worried about your friends than I am you. You're going to have a good time. Right. The friend, I'm creating a show. We've done the J Train Podcast Live, and now it's now the You Up Podcast Live. Dating app makeovers. We're doing. Um, t- you uh, we're- are such a gay man. <laughs> Listen, I, I got to be a little gay to be, to be straight. I uh- <laughs> <laughs> also I love sometimes you get a little Jiminy Glick. I'll I'll click it up because then he's like, and then we're getting the tickets, and then we're gonna go to the show. <laughs> well, listen, we're doing text. We're translating your text. We're taking audience questions. They are, fun. and I did it once live with you at, at Village Underground. It was so much fun, such a blast. It was so you were much great. fun. You can go listen to the, and that's the thing. We put out our live episodes. Yeah, Emma and I do too. You got yeah because it's so fun because that's the thing. As stand-ups, we understand the importance and the 
we I think the the when stand-ups do live podcasts, a lot of us, you know, they stop doing them because they're afraid they well it doesn't feel as good as stand-up. I don't know if I'm get, they're getting the cost it's of admission. It's different things. It's, it's just a totally a, it's, different thing. Yeah. But we put it out there because we have pride in it and we want you to see it. So yeah. go listen to the U Up Live that Mateo did. It's going to be great. Chicago, Toronto, Cleveland, Detroit. That's our first run. Get those tickets now. They're going they're going very very quickly. Chicago. I love Chicago. A bit of background. I'm a 27-year-old lady listener living in Chicago. I've been dating this great guy for the last 3 years. Ooh. He's 35. We see so 35, 27, we see each other often as we work together, but we live about 45 plus minutes away from each other. We both enjoy living on our own but have broached the subject of moving in together, but since I don't want to give up my city life for the suburbs that he prefers so readily, I'd like to really lock things down with him. First, a.k.a. get engaged. I think that she should not move into the suburbs. If she enjoys her life in the city, she should stay there. If she moves into the suburbs, she will be miserable and put all that hate on him. Because then the suburbs are always there. That's the other thing. Unfortunately. You you know, city, old city people exist, but it's not as, you know, it's not really, it's not necessarily an option for everybody. Right. Uh, the problem I have is that he doesn't seem to be in much of a hurry to take that step. I'm afraid to bring it up. Let me just up. say this. Women, men are never in a hurry. No. Okay? No, no, no. I'm no, just no. putting that I out there right now. We are not in a hurry. There's no clock. Women there's no baby are always clock. in a hurry. There's no, there's no societal clock. We are really on a lazy river to love. Yeah, I'm not in a rush. I'm afraid to bring it up due to the fact that I feel like I'm not uh, I'm not checking all his boxes. Early on in our relationship, oh he nearly ghosted me because I was holding off on sex, waiting for a stronger indication of his feelings towards me. Straight people are so different. <laughs> we worked on our issues and have a sex life that does its best to satisfy him, but also accommodate my lowish sex drive and long evening commute street parking. Oh, this that is was a not, completely unnecessary. Well, that's like, yeah, I know. The Both of us kind of roll. The, you, if you're saying you don't want to have sex because of street parking, you're that's you a, don't like having sex with him or sex in general. She no. says she has a lot. Okay, you don't like having sex with. The him. last thing in the way in my mind is that I have a very strong aversion to blowjobs, like really hate them. Just thinking about me makes a spiral into some bad feelings. Sometimes I might put the whole dick and the balls in my mouth. <laughs> that <What's> that <laughs> person, oh, Cardi. <laughs> Cardi. How small of a dick are you? Oh, my God. Fucking a full kid's meal. Um, (laughs) A while back, we were heading down the road to sexy time when he dropped the will you go down on me out of the blue. It caught me off guard. Everything went downhill from there. He tried to guilt trip me and throw a, but I go down on you at me, which I hate because I've always been wary of guys going down on me, but I think it's just a setup for a blowjob. Also, I never asked Amanda that he do that. Well, the way she's connected... If she th- doesn't trust that going down on her is good for him. Did you hear that sentence? Yeah. There's a lot of problems here. There's there's trust yeah, issues. I'm holding back a lot of anger. Well, she's very nice to write in and I think this is a problem some people have. Um, <laughs> and I'm not angry at her, but I'm going to I'm situation. angry at communication. Yes. Yes. Um I've tried watch Okay, so but I go down you also I've never asked a man that he do that. I panic flashing back to when he almost left me over sex and promised to See, this is the thing. Sex is so connected with whether she'll be with someone. I, she connects sex so closely to, to the everything. Rela- everything. To everything. That it's making everything else not trusted. Right. Because I'm reading her words. So a lot of this, to me, I'm like, there's a, there's, there's a lot of stuff here that I'm hearing. That I'm like, that's murky waters. Yes. Um, but it hasn't brought up since. I've tried watching porn that portrayed blowjobs semi-positively, and I've also tried fantasizing about going down on him. Nothing has enticed me much. I've tried getting a bit drunk, high, in hopes of lowering my inhibitions, but we usually just end up going straight to regular sex, which is great, but I ultimately never accomplish my goal. I don't remember any traumas regarding blowjobs happening to me, <laughs> although Law & Order SVU has taught me that anything is possible, LOL. So I think my fear of blowjobs is their overall negative portrayal in media, culture, and in porn. This is interesting. I tend to like consensual non-consent. What? Which might also contribute to the issue. Shelby, you usually know about that. What does that mean? What does that mean? Consensual non-consent, which might attribute to the issue. But like, I'm starting to think that it's this. if this is ever going to happen, he may have to literally push me into doing it. 
I don't know that will make me resent him or not, but at this point, none of my own attempts to remedy huh. my views is hell. Who Hold likes on this? a second. Wait a minute. Who likes this? This is, this is the woman. She what is, wants it. I, I tend to like, can you look up consensual non-consent? Does that mean like rape fantasies? I mean, I've heard people say they like, hey, like if you really want to talk about like a fantasy I have, it's this. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to go that far. Well, I'm, look, I'm not trying to be trying to be rude. It's not a, okay. Maybe rape is the wrong word, but there are people who are into those types of fantasies. Yeah, I mean, is that what she's referring so to? So she writes, but I'm starting to think that if, the, which might also contribute to the issue. This feels more like one of those math problems. <laughs> if the train is leaving at 30 <laughs> really minutes does. and comes back by 15 minutes, but you are she added in this whole curveball. You know, it's like it's like it says it's. Uh, Pretty much what you said, a style of BDSM play okay, okay. in which everyone involved agrees to behave in a manner that mimics non-consensual behavior. All right. I so, got you. Right. But that, that's weird because she'll be, she says, so I think my fear of blowjobs is the overall negative portrayal in media, culture, and porn. And then the type of, she's, then she says, I like, I tend to like consensual non-consent. So, so she likes that type of thing even though it's what's steering away from blowjob i'm not dating her and i'm already ready to break up with her yeah it's Look, very confusing you, here's how here, this is it if you don't want to give blowjobs say it from day one and and move on That's you don't have to like giving blowjobs and you don't have to give blowjobs okay now yeah. there are certain things that ha- look you're with a partner they like something you may not be into it but you do because you enjoy that partner sure. you're consenting because you love that person if she still can't even go there where she doesn't at a zero does not want to do blowjobs don't you are not you are allowed yeah. you don't have to do anything you don't want to do but don't send your disregard him for a minute don't send yourself down this whimsical, confusing, yeah. mathematical problem that you've gone through. I tried drinking. I tried smoking. Is it the media? No, no, is it no, no, this? No, no, I no. can't watch porn, but I like non-consensual consent. I, girl, you are a mess. I think you she, are a mess. I think she needs, uh, obviously, we're not professionals at all. I, I am. Okay. We got a one professional. When it comes to blowjobs. <laughs> but I'm saying her, her relationship with sex, minus him, Seems very problematic. It seems like because for her to say, I don't like how blowjobs are portrayed, but I like non consensual consent. What are you talking that, about? I've seen blowjobs portrayed every which way. Yes. We've, but we've also, all, that sentence she said to me doesn't actually make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. So I think she's confused about how she relates to sex. It seems yeah. like she needs to sit with a candle lit and like go and, 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 little, and light a candle, go through porn without judgment and fucking, you know, have a few moments with yourself to figure out I, what do you like? I think what you should do is forget this entire email. Yeah. Sit down with your boyfriend and say, look, I want to be as open and honest with you as possible. Yeah. I have some issues with sex. I love having sex with you. For whatever reason, I don't know. I don't like giving blowjobs. Mm-hmm. Um, if this is something you really want and it's a fear that I have, but but I'm willing to do that for you, let's go see a sex therapist. Yeah. And allow, so, allow yeah. a professional That's to... That's right. That's a good piece I have of my hang-ups about sex. Sure. Everybody Everyone has does. a hang-up Every, about sex. I've been saying Everybody. this on stage like a lot lately where it's like we, we uh, you know... We, we all have our sex, and then there's porn. And right. all of us want something in between. Right. You know, we don't yeah, want what we, we do, <laughs> yeah. but we don't want what they're doing, no. but we want something a little bit weirder than what we're doing. Yes. You know, and it's... It's very tough, and you're supposed to get on the same page with your boyfriend and girlfriend. And and sometimes it's okay to not always be on the same page as long as you're on the same... As long as there's an exchange of, of consent and love for one another. Absolutely. You can start to explore, and you can make that fun. Look, if this the, is not something she wants to do, see a professional. This email is so confusing. I don't know what she's asking. I don't know what she wants or she what she's start, asking. And, and she also started this with... I'm not moving to the suburbs, but I want to get engaged. And it's like, now that's three that's other the whole things. Thing. I it's want like, this, but I don't want that. I want this, but I don't want that. And, I don't want that, but saying, I want this. Well, and then she's making the same mis- mistake that she made at the original, at the outset when they first got together, when she was 
when she's connecting sex to like this like key to getting engaged. Right. She did the same thing when they got together. Well, I'm, I, I now and now she's connecting it to that too. She's saying, well, when we first got together, he wouldn't. You know, he almost goes to me because I wouldn't have sex. And then I had sex and now he's still here. That's not why he's still here. Right. He's still here because he sex likes you and enjoys an you. Sex is expression. If you're in a real, truly loving relationship, sure. right? Sex is an expression for how you feel for somebody. Yeah. It's not just lust and desire. Sex is me saying that I feel so much for you sure. that I want to show you in the most you know, human yeah. way that I, that I care for you. I think she's got a, there's a lot for her to do, but I think the first thing to do is sit and talk with your boyfriend. Let him know the, the anxiety and don't give him this back and forth. Just yeah, be straightforward. Be straightforward. Don't say, don't bring up engagement. Just be like, it's about your, the engagement's just a, a, a contract. It's not even anything. Sit and have a conversation about how you feel about him and how you feel about the relationship and the anxieties you have. And then say to him, I feel because it feels like she feels she's not adequate enough to engage. Right. And say that to him. I feel that our sexual relationship isn't adequate enough for you to make a commitment. Right. And I hate that I'm connecting the two, but I need for us to maybe sit down with a sex counselor or somebody that can help us work. this. And out. I would say this, too, when you're going to sit down with him, we're all of this. Here's how I envision this. Right. There's a problem at the center of the table. Mm. OK, let's say that problem is a ball. She's doing everything. But picking up the ball and saying, this yeah, is my yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah. She's okay? dancing around so, it. Jumping yep. and dancing and sit down with your partner and be completely direct with them. J-Train and, Pac. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. That, that's it. I mean, I, I think that's, and it's tough. None of us are simplifying this. No, I have my hangups with sex. Everyone trust does. Me, it's, those are conversations worth having. But you cannot get help and not move forward. You cannot move forward unless you're being direct about what it is. And uh, who cares about being judged? No one's going to judge you. No. it's And if this guy judges you, that's not the right relationship. 100. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsor people. Whoo! I like the sponsor because, listen, banking is tough. Banking ain't easy. And also, it's all changed. Your parents used to go through and mark up their checkbook and credits and debits. You're on a card. You don't know what the hell's going on. You don't know what's... And most some of, most of us are just saying, I'm going to the card. I'm going to the card. Oh, my God, there's no cash in my wallet. Let me go. And we're letting the bank do it all for us. So it's all very confusing. And Dave is here to help, re to help remedy the issue of overdraft fees. That is a huge deal. You're paying money to get your money. That's not that it makes sense at all. And you know this thing you feel every time you pay an overdraft fee. Let me pour some salt in the wound. Big banks make $33 billion all on overdraft fees they charge us each year. That's why the Dave app is here to stay. The Dave app is putting an end to overdraft fees for good. Dave is the number one budgeting app in America because it saves you from overdraft fees, tells you about upcoming bills. Basically, what Dave is doing, this guy Dave, is your little personal assistant that sits on your phone and lets you know when you're getting, you know, when money's coming in, when it's going out, how, when the bills are coming, when you're over, you know, it's just something to keep you more organized than you know how to be. And listen, Gay, Dave is the gay personal assistant. That's right. Never have. You need Dave and can advance you $75 from your next paycheck with no credit check and no interest. The Dave app is just $1 per month. That's $12 a year, which is way left than an overdraft fee. And you'll never have to pay one again. So you'll never pay an overdraft fee, which costs five to 10 bucks no matter what. So if, you get, if, you've, done, uh, if you've gotten overdraft fees twice, you need the Dave app. Okay, Dave will help you budget for upcoming events, text you if you're spending too much money, and if you need fast cash, advance you $75 in just 90 seconds. I want to so say about Dave, I'm in. <laughs> hey, speaking of Barbara, Mark Cuban is an investor because Dave... And Dave, that son of a he, bitch invested before I could. That's right, and he got crushed by overdraft fees in his 20s and wants you to never pay an overdraft fee again. Three million people already use Dave. So to save $100 a year in overdraft fees, that's why it's the number one budgeting app in the App Store. Go to dave.com slash jtrain. That's dave.com slash jtrain. It really helps the show if you let them know that you heard it here. 
Then download Dave and never pay another overdraft fee again. It's immediate savings. Go now, dave.com slash JTrain. It's spelled just like it sounds. D-A-V-E, dave.com slash JTrain. Here with Mateo Lane. Let's do one more email. Is that cool? Yeah. Let's do one more. One more email. Yeah. Sometimes I look at some of these emails and you're just like, what are they writing? All right, this is a good one. What priority should a girlfriend have? Oh, God. I feel like these are all the same emails. <laughs> Even the baby one. I have been... <laughs> How do I treat my baby? Yeah. Uh, should I... <laughs> I've been seeing a new guy for three months now. Feels pretty serious. I've met most of each other's friends. We spent at least three days a week together. He casually referred to me as his girlfriend last weekend and has brought it up a few times that he that, that was the direction we're going. So I Stop right that... there. She should already say, I'm insecure. Yeah. This is the thing. That's fine. I'm the same way, but I'm just saying that whole a paragraph. Lot, a lot was... of women write in with their relationships guy b- based on his feelings. Right. She, she wrote, didn't say one I, thing. She didn't say one thing about her. I'm in a relationship. Right. She didn't Own say, it. I'm starting to get close to this guy. I'm thinking about taking it forward. My friends really approve of him. It's all his friends see me. He sees me three days a week. He referred to me as a girlfriend. Girl. I said this on an Instagram post and I didn't really mean for it to like get shared as much as it ended up getting shared. But like so many women are dating like they're trying to keep their job. <laughs> it's crazy. And, and it's like men date like they're the CEO. Kind of, except for me. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm saying in, in, in a lot of these cases, no, we have a lot right. of women that are like, well, I don't show up on time, and, and I, he said I'll get a promotion, and and then I don't know, and I'm making good money, and I don't want to lose it. It's like, what? Yeah. Start your own fucking business. Yeah. You know, they're coming. I want to tell you to be a businesswoman. That's, That's what's important. <laughs> Fast forward to this weekend. He said something along the lines of me being his girlfriend again, and I jokingly said, oh, so I'm your girlfriend now? What are you doing? You this is this is what an employee it's how an employee talks about a, a a a raise they're not sure of getting. So you think I'm getting that bonus? If he said it, then that's what you are. Don't he got double all, guess it. He got all weird after and then said he was scared of commitment and wasn't ready for a relationship. Shocking. Then what are you guys doing? This is the thing. There's so many people that are like they want to have this talk, they want this big pronouncement of we're in a relationship, we're this, we're that. Go as you are. Can I impersonate? Like you have all the things. I'm going to impersonate for you how all men date. Gay, straight, whatever. This is yeah. how men date, and you describe what I'm doing. You're stop and go at the same time. Mateo is holding up one hand with a stop, and he's telling you to come here with his other hand. Yeah. That's men and dating. Yeah. Because men are sitting there, especially with the new dating apps. Men don't want to do <laughs> anything. Also, men don't want to give up this ghost of a blowjob that's coming down the pipe. <laughs> so they sit there and they say, and right. while you're giving, while you're blowing them, they're looking around, going, "Who else? Well, maybe can there's blow another me. blow yeah. that could come." And it's like that's that stop and go. They're at the staring same at time. their chimney like Santa's gonna come down. <laughs> Is and blow he coming? Them. Like, yeah, no. He said he got all weird and said he's scared of commitment was ready for relationship. When I asked what party he's afraid of, he said he doesn't want to see other people, but he feels a girlfriend has to be his number one priority. That it was too much pressure for him. He was already making you his priority in a number of other priorities. And you wanted to know, well, how much of a priority? And he's like, well, I don't know. I'm not going to put you over my job. You know, like that's the position he feels he's in. I know that's. I feel like it's crazy to assume after three months any girlfriend would be your number one priority. But when I explained that, he said that's how he feels and eventually wants to meet uh, that with me, but just not yet. I feel like this is an excuse because it's so irrational, but as you always say, you can't tell people how to feel. Do you think this is an excuse? Could he eventually want to be with me, or is this just something he is saying? I don't see what time would change at this point, as he already knows me to tell me if he wants wants me or not. Why would he bring me up as his girlfriend if it wasn't something he wants? Please help me figure out what this guy's doing. Bitch, get a backbone. Yeah. Like, go, just get a back, walk up to him and be like, look, I like you. I want to be with you. If you don't, fuck off. Yeah, I I think she Don't be Sandy from Greece. Explain that. <laughs> turning it, turning into a complete whore just to p- please her boyfriend. Yeah, well, like, at this, be you. At this point, I would take a pen and paper 
Write down all the things you want out of a relationship. I would take right a pen now. of paper and throw it at my <laughs> face and be like, get it together, girl. But if you write down, I want to... you Because you, she wrote in the beginning, we're hanging like three times a week. We're having That's a great good. time. That's fun. He's starting to call me his girlfriend. There you I, go. And then it's like, what else did you want? I... Why did you, I don't and, know. And I'm not saying she and, and she'll say her response would be, but I, that's I did have a backbone. I said, so I'm your girlfriend. It's no, like, you no, you didn't. You didn't just own it and go, yeah, we're together. And, and then look, because and, and, he's right now what he's doing. And it's a thing a guys do a lot is we don't want to be the asshole. We don't want to break up with anyone because we're lazy. We also we don't, don't want to jump into relationships. So we're going to slowly not. step out like an animal in the wild, slowly coming out. And if you rush at it, it's going to run back in. And, and and right now you have the things you want. Do you feel good? And, and just like we said in the beginning of this email, none of this is you related. Right. Are you having fun? The are entire you, email is about him. And his needs. What are your needs? Are right. your needs... Are you getting dates a couple times a week? Are you getting time with him? Right. Is he making the effort? Is are you satisfied you with how he fucks? Are you satisfied with the fucks? Are, are you, his is, friends smart enough to be around you? Yes. And your friends. You're start looking at it. You're the CEO. He doesn't. You're two companies merging. You're two CEOs. You sound like Jada uh, Pickett Smith on Oprah. Is that how she talks? She talks like that. Her and Will Smith. She's like, we're two giant worlds merging together. I'm uh, the Jada Smith of podcasts. I, yeah. I've said that a million times. Yeah. <laughs> so I just think her whole perspective needs to like change because it's just not working this way. And of course, also, he said all like, these things. I all say the things he said about her. I want to say, look. Obviously, there's something about you that this guy is attracted to. He's Obviously. attracted to. You must have a lot of good qualities. You must be attractive. You must have good Here friends. She is. You must she's be very smart. cute. Let me look at she her. She gave oh, her Instagram for a celebrity gorgeous. comparison. Bitch, look at you. You're fucking yeah. gorgeous. Stop acting like you're not. Shelby, who we stop dealing with here. She's beautiful. Shelby's taking her in hot. She's pretty. Jewy. Stop acting like. Ugh. Shut up, Mark. She's cute. This bitch is gorgeous. Stop acting like you 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 need this guy's approval. You don't. You're young. You're sexy. You're living in Chicago. Go to Lincoln Park tomorrow. Wear the hottest outfit you can. Bring a bunch of girlfriends and go remind yourself yeah. that you're a hot commodity. And, and don't and let that's this the guy other thing. Fucking Make, and and walk. You know the reason guy. You know he's saying, well, I don't know well, the commitment. Walk away from it. Take a week and see how he, and yeah. see what he does, and and do it uh, confidently, yeah, like, and say you know I didn't like that conversation. Right. If you can't even uh, if you can't even say if if you're not going to be with me, then you, what do you? And after three months, that's a reasonable. Other people? It's reasonable. Right. It's all reasonable. And also, you're not asking for engagement. You're just saying, hey, don't fuck other people. And then he'll go, well, well, we don't fuck other people, but we're not girlfriend boyfriend. Then what the fuck are we? I don't know right. what you're talking about. Right. If you're afraid of having to end this, then you're afraid of even being a, a right. mature adult. And it's also Chicago in the summertime. Just don't fucking ruin it with this dude. Go a fun. Oh, I think she's time. in New York. Let me see. Some of it does look like Chicago. One of them was Chicago. I Shelby, feel like. do you have a? She looks like one of the pretty little lies gals. See. I met all of them. They were insufferable. Okay. Uh, wait. Keep going. Keep scrolling through. No, that's an apple orchard. That's a bikini. That's keep her. going. First one. There you go. Okay, that is New York. Oh, yeah. bitch, you're in New York. You're living. You're living the life. Yeah. So what, what, one of the Pretty Little Lies girls? All right. There we go. Uh, that's our, our show. J uh, Mateo, thank you for coming on. Oh, thank you so much. So amazing. Always great on this show. At I Mateo Lane. This made me so angry. <laughs> <laughs> I, because the thing is, Podca it's a... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shove it. Podcast successfully recorded. I, I think we're, we're not annoyed at her, but this is just a constant thing that's going on where it's like, you got to reverse the perspective. We see the perspective is from the wrong side of the prism and we just want to help her out. Right. So look at her. She's cute. And it's like, you know, I like, want to look like her. Yeah, me too. Mateo, thank you for coming Thanks on. Thanks for having me on. At Mateo Lane on Instagram. Go follow. Go support. Hilarious Joe's Pub, June 25th. Go get those tickets. They're about to sell out. Shelby, thank you for popping in. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Tuesday and Friday. Keep Send in your emails, jtrainpodcast.gmail.com. Nashville, tonight and tomorrow. Also, Seattle, San Francisco, bring the crew. You up podcast live. We're coming to your city. We'll be back next episode. Boom.